Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, dude? What's up, dudes? Welcome in Tuesday night. We did it. We're we're in the fantasy playoffs. How's everyone doing tonight? Great, man. Feeling pretty good. Um, thankfully we're in them. Um, it's, it's been a long season. Yeah, it's been a long season. I feel like um, it's time to take a breath. It is. It's time to to reflect. Truly, um, <laughs> the way you guys are talking makes it sound like Braden, you're not in it, and you are. Zach, <laughs> just all time bad beat. I, I thought it was worse than it was. Zach clarified it wasn't today, but you lose Justin Herbert, and that win or loss probably lost you a playoff spot. Yeah, well, let's run through the matchups here quick in the Gimme Some League. Garrett, you beat Chris. You got the number one seed. Chris, unfortunately, knocked down from the number four seed to the number five seed. Uh, Keaton was already the two seed. Tom beat Matt by one point to move up from the five seed to the three seed. Uh, He's in the playoffs. And then, of course, that means Braden beat Zach. He moves up from the six seed to the four seed and knocks Zach down from the three seed all the way to the six seed. Um, Yeah. And uh, Luke, Matt, Eric, Justin, they're in the bottom. So, yeah. And I mean, Garrett, the reason I sound a little, you know, it's, it's that empathetic side knowing I know what it's like to get knocked out of the playoffs and it sucks and it's elf in the room. And I'm trying to be delicate for Zach because I know, the guy put a, together a beast team, and it just it was a beast team. Way. And you know, I know he's just as deserving as any of us to be in the playoffs. So I feel for him, and I'm trying to be a little more delicate and not rub it in his face. <laughs> yeah, it was a fall from grace. I was the uh, the number one seed four weeks ago, and then I had four straight losses, and I I get knocked out of the playoffs. Crazy, <sighs> wild. It was just such a good. I mean, it's that that glut of people that were just sitting in the middle. How competitive it was this year that made it so you know so tough. Just crazy. But. Yes, six guys were fighting for four spots this week. Yeah, and or six guys or four guys are fighting for two spots this week, and that just makes it hard. And so, what were the implications if Matt ended up beating Tom? So, if Matt would have scored one point three points more and beat Tom. Tom would not be in the playoffs. Um, Braden would be the three seed and Chris would be the four seed because my team put up 70 something and Chris put up 120. And so uh, I I fell below Chris in points because he, he got me by like 40 this week. Okay. Got it. Okay. So I was, I was wondering, I was like, is this one, would this get Zach in? Like, and I was like, is he just sitting there hoping that Hopkins gets one more catch? Yeah. If, if, uh, Justin Herbert would have gotten, you know, more than one and a half points. Yeah. I would have, uh, I would have snuck in with a, with a Tom loss there, but it was not meant to be. It was a crazy comeback by Matt to begin with. I thought (laughs) that matchup was over. I didn't even look till the end of the night and I saw it was, two-minute warning of the Titans game that all he needed was a DeAndre Hopkins catch. One catch. Shocked. Crazy. But he, he was not, unable to pull it off, and he finishes as the 10 seed. So I'm, my season's done. I got a five or six seed, which means I'm not in the top four, not in the bottom four. Can't win anything, can't lose anything. Um, and Excellent. yeah, Garrett, you're going to be playing Braden this week. So we'll, we'll definitely get into that later. Oh, yeah. This might be our first ever playoff matchup against each other. I don't know if we ever did in Shadynasty. Um, and I don't think we had, yeah, because certainly in this league. The first year in Gimme Some, I didn't make it, and you made it, and then the last two. Yeah, so I think this might be our first playoff matchup. It's going to be fun. Hopefully, it's not like this regular season because it's, I think I've lost, I think I beat you one time in Shadynasty. Other than that, I'm like one and three. <laughs> so far this year, so. I'm doing um, All right, so let's, uh, let's recap the Shadynasty League. Um, when we go down from the one seed through the six seed here, Taylor beats Dr. Piss, secures the, the, the buy and the number one seed. Dr. Piss falls all the way to the number five seed. Uh, Garrett, you beat Braden. You're the number two seed. You've got Let's a go. buy. Braden falls all the way down to the number 10 seed. Um, <laughs> I don't know how preseason everyone thought Braden's team chalk top seed automatic buy. And then Jefferson and Chase. Cops. Yeah, Cup. Andrews. DK Metcalf. Andrews went down. Speaking on the list. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it was a tough beat, but, you know, and, I mean. And you're, 
your first round pick belongs to Eli in exchange for Amari Cooper at the beginning of the season. And yep. now that that's got top three odds in the lottery. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that'll, that'll suck if that ends up going number one, I'd, I'd be feeling that for sure. You know, you gotta take your shots. And when I went into the season, I was like, you know, last, the previous season, I kind of fell out like that and I didn't make the moves to, you know, bring up that safety net in that floor. So I thought, Hey, if I try to get someone like Cooper cup or Marty Cooper, or whatever that that'll solve that. And here we are once again. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, going through Jesse beat Nick. So Jesse's the number three seed. Uh, he was the five and then Nick falls down to the number eight seed. And, uh, he was involved in a, a late trade Monday night that we'll get, definitely get into here soon. <laughs> um, Tom, John, they lost to Zach. They are the number four seed. I follow the number nine seed and I allowed the most points in the league this year. So I'm fun times. All, all around, huh? <laughs> you got to work on your defense. Big time. Yeah, my, You're letting up that many points. Dude, it was an unbelievably bad year for me picking defenses and special teams. Normally I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good. Like I'll, I'll watch the matchups. So I'll, I'll plan for a good defense this year. I was 10th out of 10 by a mile. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm curious what my rankings were there, but I've yeah, been riding this Dolphins D for four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Uh, all right, I'm gonna keep going here. Doctor Piss uh, already said he's the five seed, and then last but not least, Keaton beat Eli, pulls off the number six seed. Eli falls to the seven seed, um, and then Justin beat Corbin, so Justin <laughs> finishes one and thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> It was a huge win for Justin. He avoids. Corbin, Corbin wanted to lose too. He's got the second best odds now. It was uh, it was good for him. Yeah, Corbin didn't play a tight end. Didn't play <laughs> his best quarterback. It's like I think I think he was a little checked out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's the seating. Garrett, you got to be excited to uh, to have that first round bye. I mean, yeah. I, if I just win in one league this year or one week here, give me some. I'm in the semifinals in one and the finals in the other. I mean, semifinals. In, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's the finals of the Gimme Some. This matchup, there's so much one, weight. One week away. Crazy. <laughs> well, congrats to the guys. That's huge. It's going to be an interesting Shadow Dynasty playoff. It's going to be a very interesting Shadow Dynasty playoff. There's some good teams, especially in that five, six, seven range, or uh, four, five, or mainly five, six. And then the one, two, and I think the three, four are the weakest. So I, I can see both those guys coming up with an upset and uh, facing the top dogs in the second round. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't want to be in the playoffs of this league. It's too scary. It's a, it's a tough league. <laughs> I'm fine moving into, heavy. The, into the offseason here. Uh, speaking of teams moving into the offseason, both Eli and Nick just got – Highway robberied by Keaton with an, <laughs> with an hour to go before the trade deadline in the in the Dynasty League here. Um, I think was you guys are Corbin? Gonna be... Was it Eli? Well, oh, it was... who was it? I it might have been Corbin. Corbin. It was Corbin. It was Corbin. You're right. Corbin and Nick, not Eli and Nick. Um, I think you guys maybe will be a little bit more fair to Keaton than I will be. Um, but we could have him on in the pod to. Uh, to help explain these things a little bit more here, but I'll get into it uh, at like halftime of the Monday night football games. Trade deadline is once they're, they're done. Uh, Corbin trades Russell Wilson to Keaton for Tyler Boyd. Now on paper, <laughs> this makes no, I mean like it's two dusters, right? But Keaton mm-hmm. lost his quarterback, Justin Herbert and Russell Wilson's got a great matchup and he's looking really good. Like he's a starting quarterback this week. Like, I, we're going to talk about him later, but Tyler Boyd is worth nothing. He's dropped he <laughs> nothing. So to give a quarterback that gives him a great chance to win the league for absolutely nothing, a worthless, not even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bid $1 on him in fab in this league. <laughs> I probably wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> so you just hey, hands over although, Russell Wilson. I, 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 I think I, I, I think I, I bought Russell Wilson last year for $1. So if you, you want, if you, you want to think about it that way, <laughs> really, all the trade is is a one dollar fab for somebody you wouldn't bet a dollar on. That that's totally true. Um, but I think Russell Wilson's having a better year. I think he would have gone for more than one dollar if he probably, was on waivers right probably. now. For sure. Um, and then Did a that, second trade. Oh, I, I, sorry, I was I was, was going to say we we can analyze one at a time here. I think. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, that was that was, in my opinion, the worst <laughs> worst of the two trades. Tyler Boyd gonna, is so bad, which is going to be shocking when you hear the next one. Um, but I mean, you probably I understand Keaton getting Russell Wilson. Yeah, He's eight plus trade him here. Absolutely massive trade. I don't understand it at all for Corbin. And I, I think it's just part of the tank. But, like, why are you not getting a pick? Yeah. Right? For sure. Like, just get something. Why are you adding like, a we're, 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 we're something. I mean, put somebody that's 22 years old. So, I, I don't I don't know. Sure. That that one doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, yeah. And it does benefit Keaton, like you said. But at the same time, I don't think Russell Wilson's that crazy high in value. I introduced Corbin to keep trade cut a few weeks ago. Maybe that's what swayed him to make this decision. <laughs> could have been yeah i think for me um this is it seems like one of those cases where it was like oh you have you know you have justin fields you know you're not gonna do anything russell wilson might as well get something for him and you know tyler boyd has been semi i mean not really but somewhat valuable he had a couple good games this year so he's like i'll get something for someone i'm gonna drop anyways but that's the only way i can rationalize this because yeah i mean I mean, to be honest, Keaton also offered me for a quarterback I have, and he was offering me, you know, Khalil Shakir and those types. And I'm like, that's just a roster clogger. Like, I don't want him, you know? So, like, I need some kind of value back, you know? So, um, you know, that, that was my opinion on it. But, yeah, you know, it just – I think it was a situation where it's such a low level that he just didn't even care. He's like, I'm going to drop him anyway, so I'll just – sure, here you go, Keaton. Right, and I don't know what Corbett's other quarterback situation looks like. I should have looked at that before this, but – I would rather have I'd rather have Khalil Shakir than than Tyler Boyd. That's true. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I think they're both roster cloggers, but um, agreed. All right. Um, so then his next trade. Um, <laughs> this one caused uproar in the league. Rule changes, accusations thrown out there. Um, after Nick sees that he's going to be out of the playoffs, Keaton's going to be in the playoffs because the games are almost over. Uh, Keaton trades Deontay Johnson for Mike Evans straight up. That's the trade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, Ke- Ke- Keaton's the winner. I think we can all admit that. Oh, really? The guy who got wide receiver seven for like wide receiver 57? Right. I, 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 I get it. I get it. But. I don't think it's the worst value ever. I, I, Deion, Mike Evans is having a career year damn near in terms of wide receiver seven being this high. Nobody expected this with Baker. He's a free agent. Who knows if he's coming back or not, where he's going to be. And Deontay Johnson's been hurt half the year. When he has played, he's been better than he was last year. Like, There's no reason why Deontay can't be better than Mike Evans next year especially two years from now, three years from now. Mike, he's got three years of age on him. Nick's not making the playoffs this year. I understand it's a huge benefit for Keaton, and, and nobody wants to see that because Keaton has won trades substantially in the past. This just adds on to that. But these guys are willingly making these trades, and I don't think this one is that bad. However, he should have got an extra pick. Again, same thing. Second-round pick. Throw it in there. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you where... You know, I, I could see a situation where, you know, Nick is the winner in this. You know, Deontay Johnson does have a top, you know, wide receiver one season under his belt. It's been rough recently, but, um, you know, Mike Evans had a really rough year last year and was saved by that 30-point championship week, but he was losing people weeks last year, and he has an uncertain situation. So I can see the thought process, but I 100% agree he could have got more value for him. You know, I think you should have probably got a second tapped on there, but – you know, it also could have been a situation where he's like, I'm not going to use Mike Evans next year. Keaton wasn't willing to give the second. So he's like, I'll take what I can get kind of situation. But definitely agree that Keaton won this trade. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that in no league that I'm ever in, would I trade Mike Evans for Deontay Johnson? I'll, I will take the Mike Evans side 100 times out of 100. In redraft, um, it's a no-brainer. That We're just saying a dynasty there adds some complexity to sure. it. But but the but the thing is, there's not because you guys agree that Mike Evans is worth more in Dynasty than he is that in Deontay Johnson. Doesn't matter redraft or Dynasty. Right now, but we've seen these values change like crazy. 
from year to year. It, it is crazy how these we, values we, we all thought I won the Adam Thielen for Calvin Ridley trade. And I, if I could take that back, I'm not that Calvin Ridley's killing it <laughs> up there. <laughs> There's <laughs> but, two guys that were falling off. All it takes <laughs> is for Mike Evans to sign to Carolina next year. And, you know, it could be like Thielen, but that would significantly drop his value, I would think. So, I mean, he's getting a thousand yards wherever he goes. It's just whether or not the touchdowns come. For sure. Hey, when, I, when I'm looking at Dynasty, I'm looking at a three-year window. And is Mike Evans going to be a better receiver on paper than Deontay Johnson each of the next three years? I think yes. Um, he's got the track record, you know, never under wide receiver 20 for 10 years in the league. So um, we've seen guys play well past 30. He's 30 right now. Um, and so because both of these trades happened late in in the week, right before the deadline, right before the playoffs start, people are considering that we we throw out an earlier trade deadline um, rather than when teams know for sure if they're in and for sure if they're out. Um, how, how do you guys feel about potentially moving up the trade deadline or, or keeping it where it's at? I'm I'm pro keeping it where it's at. Um, I, I I like this setup. I I could maybe understand like Sunday. Maybe like Sunday morning, it's like move it up two days. Like don't let all these matchups play out. But like you should, you should have up until like if you saw you had a dud of a Thursday night and you want to just blow it, you're like I have no chance. Go for it. So sell your guys now. Like again, I'm not advocating for selling your worst or your good players to Keaton and losing both trades because most owners aren't going to do that. But like. This is how dynasties played. Trade deadlines are this late. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Or, um, I mentioned in the chat at the time, but uh, in my other dynasty league, we have a similar setup. And it, I get it, if, especially if you're not used to it. And we ha- I don't think we've had a lot of you know Monday night right before the deadline trades like that to a playoff contender very often. So this might be the first example of that. So it really stuck out. Um, but it's a lot different with dynasty. I mean, these trades could, I mean, Mike Evans put up 0.7 last week. Like these trades could totally burn Keaton. Um, although he didn't really give up that much, but most of the time you're giving up some major leverage here. Like in my dynasty league, for example, I made a huge trade for Tyree Hill. I gave up my 24 first, my 25 first. And this was this, this last, you know, I think it was like a week ago, but that's a super late trade that couldn't be done in a redraft, but now Tyreek's hurt. You know, who knows if he even performs, he could be a total dead in my, you know, totally dead in my lineup. I don't win the championship and then this totally costs me huge in the future. So I think there's more risk involved typically uh, with these kinds of trades, but I think Keaton was savvy and was able to get some stuff done that really didn't burn him too bad. If he, if it does go South. Right. He's never going to play Deontay Johnson. Like yeah, well, he, he sat on his bench every week, except for a, a bye week fill in. Right. He, he, he definitely upgrades at two positions now going into the playoffs because he was going to go down from Herbert. But, I mean, he, he already had a good flex player out there in Saquon. So now he's going to have to bench Mixon, Eckler, Saquon, Waddle, Samuel Diggs. I mean, yeah, I'd probably put Evan safely over Waddle every single yeah, week. Right. But at the same time, Waddle can win you a playoff game just like that. And, and this could absolutely kill him. Mike Evans had a bad week this week. What if the same thing happens next week and Waddle goes for 40 and he loses because of it? Like, this could go either way. This is single elimination playoffs. Yeah, I think that that's why all trades should go through unless there's, you know, obvious collusion. Um, this is not one of those cases. Trades backfire all the time on people you might th- think they won right away. And, you know, six games down the road, it's it's clearly the other way around. So um, I'm not upset at all about the trades. I think Keaton did a, a good job getting value for guys that weren't going to do anything for him. So, um, yeah, in terms of moving the deadline, I'd consider moving it up one week. I think that there should be a little bit of, you know, mystery going into that last week on if you're really in or really out. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what, what our league does for, for rule changes. And, uh, speaking of, I might, I might throw some polls out there cause I'm, I'm looking to bring the rookie draft forward this year. Um, and see if anyone's interested in doing the rookie draft for our league, you know, sometime in May, right after the NFL draft. And that way we get, we get trades starting in June. We get, you know, more engagement in, with, with football earlier in the season. So a little yeah. spoiler for rule change pot- potential. 
No, that can make it interesting. I definitely, you know, I hear both leagues go both ways, so that would definitely be interesting. All right. Uh, anything else to recap here for our leagues, our playoffs? Anything else? And uh, or should, are we ready to get into uh, fantasy football news and, and headlines? Let's do it. Ready. Okay. Well, um, there was a lot, a lot of injuries in Week 14. Um, big names out there: Justin Herbert broke his finger, likely out for the season. C.J. Stroud had a concussion. He, he definitely is questionable on if he's going to play this week or not. Um, so two top eight quarterbacks in the league. Um, Alexander Madison, he's likely out two to three weeks with an ankle sprain. Justin Jefferson, sound like he's okay, but he was knocked out of the game with a chest injury. That was scary for us Vikings fans. Nico Collins, likely to miss a couple games. Um, yeah, I don't know. There are some big names, guys, guys that were going to contribute to fantasy playoffs that are going to kill Not you now. Going to anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially after waiting for Jefferson that long and then immediately after two plays gets hurt. It does sound like he did a limited practice today in the walkthrough. I mean, who knows, but that's at least somewhat encouraging. Um, but yeah, tough, tough week. I think Jefferson's coming back full steam. He's got big dick Nick Mullins throwing him the ball. Brayden's <laughs> favorite player. <laughs> Is it, is it too late for Braden to win the three starts? It could be <laughs> four starts. So. I think it could be four starts. You might still Braden win this win thing, Braden. Dobbs, I think I looked, and if he if Mullins doesn't start in the playoffs, I think Dobbs edges him out by like half, oh. like one game maybe, or it might be a tie, and then Mullins would have to start in the playoffs for it to, <laughs> for it to count. Right. <laughs> so it's going to be a close one, boys. Hopefully Mullins doesn't screw it up. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, that's all I've got. I mean, just the, the injuries there. I didn't, I didn't have time to pull any funny headlines. We'll, we'll get you double next week. Um, I don't know if there was any other trades that happened during the week that we haven't covered. Um, I think we've talked about these other ones in the past. So, yeah, so. Um, well, let, let's get into it here with our, our budding stars, uh, guys that are in less than fifty percent of leagues, guys that are in less than twenty-five percent of leagues that you know we think could be worthy of a uh, a playoff start. They might have a good matchup this week or coming up. Garrett, uh, who's a guy that you want to talk about? I went with Deonta Foreman. I think that he's uh, winning over the backfield here. Seems like the clear guy, um, but it's it's still a tough backfield. Who, who really knows what's going to happen here? Um, it, it's worth a shot maybe picking him up, stashing him. Probably wouldn't start him this week, but you could start him down in the future potentially. Okay. Um, Brayden, who is your guy? I went with the guy I dropped leading into the week, Ty Chandler. Uh, now that Madison is likely out for at least a game, it's probably three because I know last time he had a high ankle sprain, um, it was three games. Um, you know, I think – you know, obviously he has the best shot at being the starter, um, you know, and I think he's going to get, get, you know, a pretty good workload. Who knows how well he does with it. But I mean, I think, I think he's a top waiver pickup for everybody this week, probably if he's available. Yeah. That Madison injury is a, is a smash play. Um, my guy, <laughs> I traded for him. He, he showed out last week. It's Jaden Reed. We've mentioned him a lot, um, but he Packers wide receiver. He had, 10 targets, eight catches for only 27 yards. We had four carries for like 39 yards and a touchdown. He's the gadget guy who is pretty much the only good offensive option there for green Bay, at least uh, on Monday night. So that's, that's my ad there. Um, Garrett, who's a guy that's owned in less than 25% of leagues that you like. One of the Rico Dowdle. I mean, he's still getting work in that Cowboys, uh, Cowboys offense finds the end zone again. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens, but uh, I, I like it. I can see okay. him stealing some more work, taking over taking over the lead duties there. But, I mean, it's tough to take over from Pollard when he's playing well, but Rico seems to be the goal line guy. Yeah, he's been actually getting some work. Um, Braden, who's a guy that you want to talk about that's on in less than 25% of leagues? I'm picking kind of a similar archetype. Um you know, he doesn't definitely doesn't have a chance to take over the backfield, but Jordan Mason last week, he seemed to, I don't know, was Elijah Mitchell out or was, yeah, he, I, I don't know what was it out. was. It seemed like, yeah. So, I mean, further notice, Jordan Mason is the backup to Christian McCaffrey. So, um, you know, he got a touchdown last week. They were using him, And, you know, I think he's just a great stash to have. If, you know, McCaffrey goes down, he could be a playoff winner for you. Yeah. 
That's a that's a good call out. My guy, uh, he had a dud this week. It's Roshan Johnson. Mentioned him in the past, but um, for him, it's it's really about targeting matchups. Uh, and two weeks from now, he plays Arizona. That's a smash uh, defense to play for running backs. So if if Roshan bounces back, sees more of the work there this week against Cleveland, um, I could see Roshan being a guy that like people panic play in their flex and he wins them a championship sort of thing or gets them there. So um, that's it. That's all we got for budding stars. Um, we, we've been talking trash within the group. And it just so happened that you guys ended up playing each other here in the first round of the playoffs of the Gimme Some League. Um, I know that you, you guys had this conversation a couple weeks ago, so I, I think we change it up a little bit here. We kind of just focus on, you know, you know, recapping your team and your matchup that's coming up here this week and, and why you, you feel like uh, you're in a good shot to move forward to the championship. So I don't know which one of you wants to kind of humble brag about their team first, but uh, – yeah, t- tell us tell us about how you got here. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, my team, as we've talked about a lot this season, kind of just struggled uh, early on. Gibbs took a while to get going. Nick Chubb gets hurt. Garrett Wilson loses Aaron Rodgers, and things just look down. Uh, DJ Moore, after his big blow-up week, loses fields for a few weeks, and I'm sitting at 3-3, three and three and just go on an eight game heater <laughs> to go 11 and three. Uh, I definitely thought I was going to lose at least one of these last couple of weeks, uh, but had dominating performances back to back to back. It seems like, and here I am sitting at the top seed getting a win last week when I didn't need it. Um, I just want to ride this thing out. Let's, let's make this uh, 11 straight weeks and uh, bring home the championship. Impressive stuff, Garrett. Well, Brandon, how did how did you get up to where you are now? Yeah, you know, I think I, it's been an interesting year. You know, I think I had a really good draft. I found some good value in Raheem Mostert, Keenan Allen, um, the Kenneth Walker, and I was able to ride those guys on a heater pretty early on. Put up some huge weeks. Had kind of a struggle in the middle there, where it just seemed like the guys stopped booming, stopped getting touchdowns, had some injuries, but overall pretty lucky as far as injuries go compared to the rest of the league. Um, but yeah, I mean, my whole story has been the big booms or the, you know, the not so good, you know, the not so good weeks, obviously Bijan had a bit of a weird stretch there early on. Now they're finally committing to him. I feel like I finally found a tight end in Isaiah likely. So yeah, my story's kind of just been, you know, it's been hot and cold, um, a little colder recently, especially in those tough matchups towards the end of the league, towards the end of the season. But I feel like I'm at a good spot now. I got some really good matchups, especially this first week. Um, so I'm feeling, you know, feeling pretty good. I think I could have a pretty nice boom week this week. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, you've you've definitely had the real boom bust team this year. Um, so so Garrett, tell me specifically this matchup. Um, why do you feel like you're more likely to uh, to score more points this week? Honestly, a, a huge X, X factor for me. It's just my defense and kicker and, and how they're performing each week. Right when I'm losing Dustin Hopkins to the Deshaun Watson situation, Brand, if Braden goes and drops Brandon Aubrey, that was the fastest <laughs> waiver claim I've ever made, I think. I, uh, immediate. I was like, I need this guy. Yep. First, first game of my team, 23 points <laughs> when I didn't need it. And it's, he's he's just riding this thing out too. Number one kicker. Dolphins have been unstoppable, and they get the Jets again. And then, obviously, the real X factor is Josh Allen. You traded for him to win in the big games. I have a quarterback that can go uh, neck-to-neck with uh, Jalen Hurts. If I can win that quarterback matchup, this thing's over. All right. Fiery. Braden, why do you think that you are more likely to, to score more points this week? Well, I mean, I'll start with having scored more points across the season. That usually helps, right? I mean, if I didn't have some of the boom weeks I've had, I wouldn't be the fourth seed in the playoffs because we had a whole bunch of people tied for at seven and seven that could have slid in. But, you know, my team has shown that hot and cold. But like I mentioned, you know, it's definitely not the defenses and the kickers for me because that has not been going well, I'll tell you that. But um, I really just think the reasoning is just these matchups. I mean, I got – 
Olave against the Giants. I got Likely against Jacksonville. Mostert against the Jets. Bijan against Carolina. Jalen Hurts against Seattle. So I just I'm just feeling good. I think that there's a lot of boom potential here out of each of these players, um, and that you know obviously anything can happen in fantasy, but I just like where I'm sitting as far as matchups go and talent. All right, um, yeah, I, I did have to check, and Braden's the second highest scorer in the league this year. Garrett, you're hovering around like the six ish spot. Um, so the one, one seed and the three seed, they're both kind of in the, they're definitely in the bottom half of scoring teams in the league. And then the two highest scoring teams made it. So a little bit of luck, but, uh, but a lot more skill, right, Garrett? I mean, <laughs> you know, you don't just, nobody just wins eight in a row. I mean, that's, there's obviously a luck component there, but man, I was scoring these last couple of weeks. Oh, for sure. You've definitely picked early on. It was like you were all luck. Yeah, it was all luck. And then you've come on strong. I mean, I'm sure the last half you've scored more points, you know, the last half or third, you've scored more points than I have. I I would believe that for sure. Oh yeah. And and Garrett was the number one scorer again this week. He was a couple weeks ago. He's just, he's been on a heater. So um, this, this one could absolutely go either way. Is there anything else that you guys want to, to say about this matchup or, is it time for Garrett to finally reveal what he did last week during our Wanna Talk draft segment when Braden and I faced off, winner moves into the playoffs, loser is out. Garrett, uh, do you want to tell us the results of that? I do. Um, I have it hiding in this little snip right here. And Braden, I wrote down Braden and Whoa. the streak ends. <laughs> Wow, there's no more power in the podcast. It was because you didn't say it out loud. I, I think that's what it was. I think it's because it wasn't said out loud during the podcast. Oh, wow. That's insane. Should, should I say out loud who's going to win this week? No, we're, 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 not, we're not leaving this to the fate of the pod. Uh, I, know. I can't do it. No. I, I, I would feel rude doing it to Braden two weeks in a row. <laughs> Please you know, he's, he's been in back-to-back matchups. He, he had to wait and see who won last week when it, it helped him out that, that you didn't vocalize it, Garrett. Otherwise, he would have lost. So uh, I won't vocalize anything this week. I don't even know if I'll make a prediction. Uh, I don't know. Should I write someone down? Why not? Why not? <laughs> okay. Um, my pick is locked. All right. <laughs> and I'll just say, you know, last thoughts in the matchup. I'm... You know, all good and fun. You know, obviously we both think we're going to win, but I am, you know, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I think this is our first playoff matchup. I think this is going to be a good test of, you know, who, you know, I think it's just going to be a great matchup. And I think, yeah, our first ever together. Uh, I'm one in three in our regular season matchup. So I hope that I'm due for, for another one here. But no, I'm just excited for a good matchup, man. Absolutely, man. I am too. It's going to be great. Happy to be back in the playoffs. Happy to have a bye in the other playoffs. I already kicked you out of one league this year by uh, by beating you last week. Might as well make it two in a row. Hey, I wouldn't have made it on points anyways, but you know we can just say <laughs> that you you knocked me out. It makes me feel better. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for uh, chatting it up this week. Good luck to both of you. And I think it's time to move on into week fifteen. Here we got our stone cold picks of the week. Um, Garrett, do you want to just start diving into it with your start this week? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going with Puka Nakua. I'm being the homer, picking my own guy. Got a great matchup against Washington. I'm going to double down on this pick a little bit later on here. Um, he's ranked wide receiver 16 this week. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Puka's going to find the end zone. He's going to have a good week. Okay. Braden, who's your start this week? I'm going to go with Derrick Henry, Mr. 200 yards against Houston almost every time. Um, he's against Houston against again uh, once again. Uh, obviously, the Texans are, you know, the defense has been a little bit better than, you know, historical uh, than it has been historically. But uh, I still think Henry is just going to have a smash matchup, especially with C.J. Stroud likely out. And even if he is in down weapons, uh, should be another big Derrick Henry week against Houston. 
Okay. My start this week, Cortland Sutton at Detroit. Uh, Denver has been looking good. He's ranked wide receiver 19 this week. I think that uh, Cortland Sutton's been as consistent as he can be for, for a double-digit scorer, and so uh, he's going to be my pick. Um, Garrett, do you want to tell us your sit this week? I'm going with Devon A. Chan. It's, uh hurts me to say it. Uh, I mean, I want the guy to succeed. He's been great so far. Averages crazy yards per carry, but the carries just aren't there, and this is a tough defense. Um, I just... I could very easily see this Miami ball not moving nearly as well as uh, we've seen in games past, and it just be a struggle out there. Bold pick, Garrett. Uh, Braden, who is your sit this week? This is going to be a little more ballsy. I think he's a top 10 running back this week. I think last time I checked, it was RBA on Fantasy Pros, but Zach Moss versus Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know if the market is fully adjusted to how he's been performing lately, but um, you know, he had a smash matchup against Cincinnati, right? It was Cincinnati last week, or at least it was two weeks ago against Cincinnati. He didn't perform last week. He had a pretty decent matchup, didn't perform and Pittsburgh isn't any easier. So I think maybe the magic juice might be gone. I don't know what's up, but, uh, you know, I would be a little nervous about starting him. Okay. Um, my set this week, DJ Moore at Cleveland, um, Cleveland at home is going to be a tough defense to play. You know, Justin Fields isn't the, the answer there in Chicago. So I can finally see DJ Moore having one of his, his few down weeks. He's been, uh, he's been so good this year, um, but I'm, I'm wary of starting him. Sorry, Garrett. Um, Garrett, who's your sleeper this week? I'm going with Tyler Lockett versus Philly. He's uh, it's just, the, it's the matchup, man. And Tyler Lockett has these kinds of games. He just goes off. I, I could see this being one of them. Okay. Brayden, who's your sleeper this week? Yeah, that's a smash. And I'm going to go Amari Cooper versus Chicago. Um, Joe Flacco's opening up this offense, probably even better than Deshaun Watson was. I mean, I know that's not saying much, but um, I think Amari has a chance, you know, just as good a chance as anybody to have two touchdowns, 100 yards now that Flacco can actually sling him the ball. We shall see. Uh, my sleeper this this week. This is the uh, easiest pick I ever made. Justin Jefferson at Cincinnati, currently ranked wide receiver thirty seven. Um, I think if he's fully cleared by Friday, he'll he'll probably slot into that top fifteen range for sure. But for now, Justin Jefferson, he's my locked in sleeper. Um, and our last one, our random pick of the week, which quarterback will throw for the most touchdowns this week? Garrett? Here's that double down. We want Matt Stafford. Braden? Dak Prescott. I will go Russell Wilson. <laughs> Who'd have thunk like, eight weeks ago that Stafford, Prescott, and Wilson would be touchdown machines in, in a random week later in the season? It's crazy. Like, and then, But then even a year and a half ago, you would – also be totally fine with Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, and Russell Wilson. It's crazy what happens oh, in sure. a year and a half span. <laughs> yep. Down, up, down. But uh, no love for your your Patrick Mahomes, your Josh Allens, your Jalen Hurts. I love that. Really, no Lamar, nothing true. like that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Okay. Um, well, those are locked and loaded uh, almost to the end here. But, of course, we got to go through and do our dank flex plays, our, our rapid-fire pick-ems in, in uh, five different matchups. You fellas ready to do this? Let's do it. Heck, yeah. All right. First matchup this week, we got Falcons at Panthers, Drake London or Adam Thielen? I'm going Drake London. Okay. Brendan? Got to go Drake London. Um, I'll go – I mean – I'll go Adam Thielen. Why not? <laughs> Drake London just had a monster week. Adam Thielen bounced back a little. Um, you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking whatever Braden doesn't. <laughs> Bears and Browns, Deonta Foreman or Jerome Ford? Oh, I'm going Jerome Ford. Braden? <laughs> um, I might go Deonta Foreman. I thought I heard something about Jerome Ford maybe being hurt or something. Uh, it's, okay. I think it's pretty pretty close. I don't think he's hurt like he's out, but yeah, I'll go Foreman. Okay, a L- little bit of injury news there. I'll, I'll go Jerome Ford. I think that one, if he plays, is, is a solid pick. Next matchup, 
Bucks at Packers, Chris Godwin or Jaden Reed? I want to keep feeding the feeding the hot hand. I just the yards aren't there on the receptions, and I'm going Chris Godwin. Okay, Braden. I got to go Jaden Reed. He's been getting so many red zone opportunities. Um, I think he had a chance at a couple touchdowns last or this week. So yeah, I'll go Jaden Reed. He did, um, and he got one. But uh, next one, or I guess I'll, my pick, Chris Godwin, obviously, whatever Brady didn't say. Uh, next matchup, Jets at Dolphins, Garrett Wilson or Jalen Waddle. I'm going Garrett Wilson. Okay. Got to go Garrett Wilson. You know what? I think Jalen Waddle's really due for a bounce back week, boys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Maybe Tyreek is, is more injured than we think. Um, last matchup, we've got Cowboys at Bills, Brandon Cooks, or Gabe Davis. Oh, man. Gabe put up a stinker. Zero last week zero after last I week. picked him. I can't do it two in a row. I'm going Brandon Cooks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. I got to go Brandon Cooks, too. Yeah, Gross. well, Gabe Davis is on a pattern. One really good, <laughs> one really bad. One really good, one really bad. He keeps it going. Really good. Gabe Davis this week over Brandon Cooks. Perfect. I'm going 5-0, and baby. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we made it here to the end. It's uh, it's time for the munchies. Um, this week, we've got a very interesting <laughs> snack, one that you should be able to find all over. Um, it's, it's holiday themed and it is, it is the Cheetos Flamin' Hot Cinnamon Sugar Popcorn. Are you guys excited? I am. I'm not typically a, a sweet popcorn treat kind of guy. I mean, I guess whatever, I'll try it. But uh, the Flamin' Hot component <laughs> just makes no sense. <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to be great. <laughs> sweet and spicy, baby. Yeah, I'm not normally a... I'm more of a like sweet and salty type or something like that, but maybe this could be unlock a whole new flavor profile that I never even knew. I'm excited. I think I might like this the most. So um, let's get into it. Whoa, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> we were laughing for like a minute straight there because this is a confusing taste profile. <laughs> It's I, so f- I, oh, I had like the Ron Swanson like giddy little laugh like the first time try, first time trying it <laughs> yeah like Boyle's impression of Captain Holt trying a marshmallow yes just I- incredible I I don't know what that was it it was very cinnamon sugar forward like you taste like you're eating a cinnamon roll but it's the texture of popcorn, and then it just blasts you with flaming hot heat. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. It's so cinnamon sugar for Like, when I opened the bag, I just smelled cinnamon sugar. If, if there was just a blind blind smell taste test or something, you just smelled it and had it, you'd think it was cinnamon sugar, and then people would be so surprised. It just hits like a like a truck, <laughs> like, yeah. three seconds later. <laughs> the flaming hot is so weird. Yeah. But, like, it, does, it, it doesn't make it worse. No, it doesn't make it worse. It just makes it weirder. <laughs> um, I love it. I would recommend everyone try it. Uh, I I agree. I think this is so much better than I expected it to be. It's it's very flavorful. Unfortunately for my wife, it's definitely hot. Like there's definitely flame and hot. And if you know if you can't handle spicy, this is maybe too much for you. Agreed. Yeah, agreed for sure. And it's like, I mean, you're sitting there just like, what is this? <laughs> what is in my mouth right now? Like, Such what is a weird snack. Flavor texture profile. But it, I can't, like, it's good. It's just like, what is going on? <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready to give a score to the Cheetos Flamin' Hot Cinnamon Sugar Popcorn? <sighs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, what score do you give this one? I'm going 9-2. It's high, <laughs> but man, wow. this, this, this was excellent. Garrett loves it. All right, Brayden, what score do you have? I can't go that high. I I do I I'm gonna give it like like I just can't see myself buying this again. <laughs> but it's like good. It I would good. absolutely I buy I, this. I think I would buy it again. Okay, okay. I'm gonna give I like the innovation and I'm gonna give respect because I think they did their job well on what they were trying to do. I'm gonna give it like an eight point three. An 8.3. This tastes exactly like a cinnamon roll. 
<laughs> until you realize it's popcorn and then you realize it's flaming hot. But all of those combined make for a fun experience that yeah, I'd recommend again. I'll I'll give it a, a 9.1. I'm with you, Garrett. It's it's in the nines for sure. No. How I wish I would have gave it a little higher so that we could average it up, but but that's fine. 9.1. <laughs> I said it's done. Um it's a good snack. That was a that was a good suggestion, boys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great find. Good find, good find. Um, well, we've got a little time here. Uh, if you guys wanted to uh, munch and, and recap the Vikings 3 nothing win at the Raiders, <laughs> or we could move on to the, the Timberwolves and just be, be done with it because that football game last week was awful. I'm okay skipping the match of last week because that was rough, but I do kind of want to talk about going forward here with uh, the quarterback change. Yes, Braden's guy, Nick Mullins, getting the call. Uh, he's going to be the starter this week at Cincinnati. Um, yeah, do you, you guys on. have high hopes? I mean, not only did he uh, take the call, he just he handled it. He delivered on it. He he did exactly what he had to do. He got us into field goal range, baby. Let's <laughs> go. Like he's, Finally he's got us some points. Yeah. Uh, no, I got a I little mean, ahead of myself guaranteeing a touchdown in the chat with you guys. But I thought I, I was hyped. feeling good. <laughs> I mean, I, it was he, it was time. We had to see another quarterback in there. Um, hopefully, JJ's back and healthy. And if he is, Mullins isn't afraid to throw the ball downfield, not afraid to stand in the pocket. That's how Kirk found success in this offense. You never know. He's not Kirk. He can't make the throws Kirk can make. Um he doesn't have the presence Kirk does, but can he do it for a few games? Absolutely. Yeah, you guys know how I stand. You know, obviously, I don't think that he's going to be some, you know, oh man, now Nick Mullins, is he a franchise quarterback? Is he going to be the starter next year? But I do think that the guy can string together a run if, you know, if things go right. I think he could be a case Keenum for us, different player, but. Um, I do think he needs some game reps. You know, he's been hurt. He hasn't really had a lot of opportunities in the last year and a half. But the guy has executed really well for the 49ers in the past. So if he can get sharp, I think, you know, with how good the defense has been playing, you know, he's not going to be Kirk. But I think he can get the ball to our playmakers, and we have a good enough talent that we can make some things happen. The the thing about Nick Mullins is he – his face is very, very odd. I don't like it. I want to, I want to punch it. Um, it reminds me of like uh, the Sam Bradford video game face. Yes. Like he's just got one of those weird faces that quarterbacks have. So it is a punch for that here. reason, I'm out. For that reason, I just fade him completely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the Vikings, they're in sole possession of the, the six seed. Um, yeah, I mean they're they've got an easy schedule rest of the year. If they if they can control their destiny, they can win the North right now. If they win out, so crazy. Um, it is crazy. Um, lines are faltering too. The lines and the are defense is these last few weeks. damn good. <laughs> Brian Flores' defense is insane. I really hope he stays next year. That would be awesome if he did. If we got a full year with with him and probably Kirk and and a healthy Jefferson. You know, we got offense and defensive balance. That'd be fun to watch. Well, I'll just ask one thing. Do you guys think, let's just make it spicy, like the flaming Hot popcorn. Do you guys think that Kirk Cousins comes back next year? Ooh, first official prediction of the pod. Um, yeah. Why not? I don't know if you guys saw this week, but uh, he got a, a new chain from uh, Coles. <laughs> As this called his Coles chain, like KC Kirk Cousins. That's um, incredible. So, oh, man, he's he's such a goober. But yeah, I think he is back. I think he'll take a discounted deal. I think both sides would lose by going elsewhere. Um, just him coming off that injury and what we could get on the open market. So, um, I, I would be surprised if he wasn't the Vikings quarterback next year. Which is crazy. I think the the injury completely changed everything. Where he could injury changed able. everything, man, for sure. And then then and we see Jefferson too. And then he's seeing know. how those defenses play and and how the team has kind of been resilient even through the massive injuries we've had we've had on offense. And I mean, this team could be really good at full strength. 
for sure. All right. Well, um, thanks for, for chatting tonight, boys. It was, uh, it was fun getting to see your faces. You know, I, I turned 30 over the weekend. I, uh, surprised, I got surprised on the weekend. I went out to a rage room with some friends and just got to smash old printers and TVs and different antiques and glass bottles. And it was, it was a great time. Just, raging out in the room together <laughs> i want to do that that sounds great i love breaking stuff and you can't yeah. do that around town you know it's very um, therapeutic it's amazing i've been to like a china shop and people got mad at me i was like what the heck what yeah it's crazy i definitely had fomo on saturday zach yeah gary couldn't make it but uh we should all do it again um when when we get a chance it's 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 definitely would recommend <laughs> maybe if yeah if <laughs> In the future, if all of us don't win anything, we'll just all go to the rage room and get out the season. Together. I love it. I love it. That's a good postseason, you know, cathartic way to, to handle things. <laughs> Do they allow videography um, in there? Oh, yeah. You can take pictures. You can take videos. You can do whatever you want. Just wear gloves and wear a mask. This might be a, a fun uh, punishment video that has to be made at some point in time. <laughs> I don't know if it's really a punishment. I had, I had a great time. You got to make it embarrassing, though. I guess. Have even, you if you, that... even if you lose, I don't you win. know. Yeah, even if you lose, you win. I suppose. Have you guys ever seen that Family Guy montage where it's like Stewie and Brian like wrecking like a CD or something, and they're all just going in on it? It'd be fun to recreate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think they they took that from Office Space when they destroyed uh, yep. a printer. That's and that's yep. that's what I did. Is I, we flattened a printer, and I wanted to do that. <laughs> ever since I started working in an office. So <laughs> that was nice. Incredible. All right. Well, good luck this, this week, boys. Um, you know, one of you is moving on to the championship, so it'll be exciting for at least one of you. We'll probably um, be talking to the other uh, co-championship player next week. Yeah, or the week after. It'll be a two-week finals. True. So. That's true. Um, interesting. Yeah, and good luck in, in all of your leagues. You know, at postseason are starting, so... Um, I guess until we talk next time, uh, later dudes. Later dude. Later dude.